It's impossible to fight clean. It's not only possible, it's essential in solid friendships. Here are five techniques for clean fighting. Number one, talk about your feelings, not your friend's faults. Scott and Jean are roommates at school, and for the most part, they are very compatible. They choose to live together because they are best friends and enjoy each other's company. But the pressure builds at exam time. Both get irritable, and their friendship is in trouble when this conversation occurs. Jean, why do you have to wake up everybody in the dorm when you go to work? Scott, you think I like getting up at 5 in the morning to work in that stinking kitchen? Too bad my dad doesn't support me all year while I sit around in my can. You know, you're the laziest guy I know. Jean, oh, don't give me that. He studied until 2 this morning. Besides, who said anything about that? I want to know why you can't show a little consideration when you get up early. Scott went for the jugular vein rather than responding with what he felt. A habit many of us display when we get angry. When attacked, that is our instinct. To express our irritation in terms of our feelings, for which we are willing to take responsibility, does not ensure protection from our friend's anger, but it is a lot less likely to wave a red flag. If Jean were to start with the following, it would at least be clean, clean fighting. Jean, I gotta tell you that I'm upset. Maybe I'm overly irritable with exams and all, but I studied till 2 this morning. Then, when you woke me up when you left at 5, I got bugged. I get bugged when it seems as if you're not trying to be considerate. Scott could get defensive at this display, but he's not as likely to do so because A. Gene talked about what he was feeling, not what Scott has done, and B. He tried to explain his interior state, allowing that he might be overreacting. Here is one more illustration. If a wife says to her husband, You never pay attention to me anymore. It is almost certain to wave a red flag. He will respond with something like, what do you mean I don't pay any attention to you anymore? What about Saturday night? Remember Saturday night? It doesn't seem to mean a thing to you that I take off early to take you to that ballet thing when I've got a big lawsuit hanging over my head at work. Honestly, Helen, I don't know what it would take to make you happy. No matter what I do, you bitch. Why is he violent? Because he has been attacked. We all react that way when someone says... You never, and you always. So, how could she say it better? Simply by describing her feelings. Perhaps she could say, You know, I'm really feeling lonely and neglected these days. She's saying about the same thing as, You never pay any attention to me anymore. But know the difference. She's not accusing him of anything. She's just telling him what she's feeling. You can get away with violent feelings, even, so long as you avoid saying, You made me so mad when you... Dot, dot, dot. Try expressing the strongest feelings you want, but talk simply about your emotions, not what your son has done. Tom, I'm so mad at you, I could spit nails. I told you that I had to have the car back at 7.30 so I could get to my meeting, and here, it's almost 8 o'clock. Boy, does that get to me. The longer you were gone, the more I seethed inside. It doesn't hurt to employ a little ingenuity in your negative expressions. The woman who says, 
You're not very thoughtful to get up every night after dinner and march off to watch TV. Isn't going to improve her relationship with her husband. She might put it this way. I miss having you with me when I'm clearing the table. I'd love it if you'd keep me company. Until I finish. Few husbands can say no to that kind of invitation.